Putting together a rewarding career often requires years of groundwork and a great deal of fine tuning. It also requires you to have patience and be patient on the job. Today's episode will talk about being patient on the job. So stay tuned for more details and what this looks like. Hi, friends. Welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting. The network of growth and transformation presents SOS for Leaders, where your host, Tywana Wilson, will be sharing leadership and personal growth strategies. Let's jump right in. Welcome to SOS for Leaders. I am your host and leadership mentor, Taiwana Coach T. Wilson. Today, we'll conclude our series on what we can learn from the tortoise. The tortoise, as you know, is slow and steady and slow and steady wins the race. So today we're going to be talking about being patient on the job. There's this Chinese proverb that says, one moment of patience may ward off a great disaster. One moment of impatience may ruin a whole life. That right there is huge. Because sometimes we let the, our impatience get the best of us. And so we are just ready to move on to the next thing. We're ready for our careers to take off. We're ready for our job to be something different. And it's just not that yet. And so we make decisions and sometimes it'd be the worst decision of our life. It could be the worst job move of our life. You took a job you knew you wasn't supposed to take. And then it's like, I absolutely despise going into this place. And so today we're just going to talk about some simple tips about being patient while you're on the job. And some of the things that you can do to make working on your current job a little bit more pleasing for you. And it starts with even working sustainable hours. Sometimes in order to get to our next, you're thinking, I got to work, I got to work, I got to work. And so all you do is work. You are, are working too much overtime if you are in a role that allows you to get overtime or you're t- taking your work home. If you're not in a, a role that allows you to get overtime, you got the work coming to your phone, to your email, and all you're doing is work. And that's the only thing that you are paying attention to. And sometimes this can backfire and leave you less productive. And so resolve to having that, that balance where you actually cut off Uh, from work, at least as much as you can. So working sustainable hours that will allow you to remain productive is important for that whole being patient on the job until something else comes along that may be a better fit that you have been wanting to do your next. So today we're all about that being patient The second thing is encouraging some reasonable expectations. So depending on your circumstances, you might need to talk to your manager to help you clarify, clarify, excuse me, your priorities to be prepared and be prepared with recommendations on what that might look like for you to be able to, to maintain your workload or be able to handle it better. Because again, there's, we right now are experiencing a huge shortage 
Right. So it's a huge shortage of prepared talent to do the roles that we're doing. There's many of many jobs (laughs) that are open and employers are hiring all over the globe and trying to figure out ways to recruit, attract and attain talent. And so encouraging some reasonable expectations, if you know that you do your best work in the morning, maybe see if there's an opportunity for you to come in earlier. It doesn't serve you or your or your employer for you to be working late and trying to put in late hours and working late because you are at a point where your personal productivity starts to decrease. So encouraging those reasonable expectations and talking with your supervisor. Always have that open communication with your supervisor, especially if you find yourself doing more and more and more. Have that communication where you can say, hey, you know, maybe I can come in to work earlier. I come in at eight now, maybe at six o'clock where I'm able to be more productive and I can still stay until you know, 430 or whatever the case may be. Maybe that's a better solution for you of coming in the extra two hours where you're more productive than staying over two hours to say 630 p.m. So encouraging reasonable expectations and you just don't know your employer might be open to it. It might help the business need. You know, especially if your circumstance had changed where you no longer can can stay late and be there until that time of day. Reorganizing your calendar. People don't think about this so much, but reorganizing your calendar. Strategic calendar adjustments can help you also cut down on the busyness. You know, you're rushing around, you're busy being busy and you're trying to get here and get there. So being able to be more strategic in your calendar and reorganizing it again if your employer allows you to readjust your your schedule you know it could be one of those things where once or twice a week you're able to work remotely or able to work from home if your role allows you to do that but being strategic about some of these calendar adjustments and making sure you're not over committing yourself saying yes to things that you know that you should be saying no to being strategic about those things that take your time you know excusing yourself from non-essential meetings especially if that's going to take away from you doing something else it will be huge so reorganizing your calendar especially being strategic about those adjustments you also want to study some long-term trends Set aside time to study the trends and plan ahead. So as you're thinking about being patient on the job and thinking about what's next, you know, what's next for me? What should I do next? Analyze whether your current industry looks good over the next decade or so. Maybe you should be starting preparing for a career change. Maybe you've gotten burnt out. Maybe your industry has changed so much with the way that is going forward. You know that that's not an industry that you want to be a part of. I can think back to I am in the medical laboratory industry and I can think back to a little bit before I got into the field, but the workload was less during that time. People had more freedom. There was less automation during that time. 
And right now there is tons of change. There's tons of change. It's rapidly improving change and it's hard to adjust to for some staff. And so sometimes you have to decide if this is the right time for me to do something else. Maybe the hustle and bustle of, of the way that I used to do things is no longer the way that we're doing things. Maybe this is the time to start looking at, is there an opportunity to do something else? And that starts by planning ahead and developing a logical plan of action instead of waiting to the last minute where all of these changes start to occur and you're asked to do things differently in a short amount of time and it gets overwhelming. So taking the time to set, set aside time for studying long-term trends of your industry and figuring out what it is that you want to do next. While you are being patient on the job, going through changes, going through staffing challenges, you still have to maintain a positive mental attitude, a positive attitude through it all. So that's part of being patient on the job. There are going to be tons of changes. You're going to be asked to do more than you've ever done in the past and maintaining that positive attitude because it's in these times that your next opportunity will be born. It's in these times where you picked up another project that you didn't have. And it's where somebody recognized your talent. So being patient on the job until that next opportunity comes because you just don't know when it's gonna come but you want to make sure that you're positioning yourself for when it does come. So being patient, like the tortoise has taught us, patience is key. And we wanna make sure that we are being patient, we are waiting for that right opportunity, and that starts with our patients on the job. So working sustainable hours, remember, you gotta have that balance, and we talked about that in one of the other episodes as part of this series of having that balance, that work-life balance. But this is really about working sustainable hours. I know it, you may feel like I need to work, 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 but working something that's sustainable for your mental and your physical health. Encouraging reasonable expectations. Sometimes you have to go to your supervisor manager with some other options that might be a better fit for you so that you could perform at your highest level so that you can be the best that you can be and be the most productive. So clarify those priorities, clarify those goals, be prepared to make some recommendations so that you can manage your workload better reorganizing your calendar and being strategic about what you put on it, what you're involved with so that you can be your most productive. If you know mornings are best for you, then make sure that you are getting the things that you need to get done on an earlier schedule. I know for me, mornings are way better than late nights. I can get up early and prefer to get up early versus trying to stay up late and get things done. My body shuts down at a certain time and it's like I am not productive. I can have good intentions about staying up late, but my body is just not productive during that time. So I would do better getting up at 
4 or 5 a.m. in the morning than trying to stay up to 11 and 12 o'clock, 11 p.m. or 12 a.m. in the morning. So reorganizing your calendar so that you are most productive and most effective. And then studying some long-term trends for your industry or career. You, you know how your employer is operating. You know how your career is operating. But thinking about it for the long term, especially if you're not close to retirement, what is it that you want to do next? And studying those trends so that you can start preparing now of getting the skills that you need, the experience that you need to be able to transition into whatever is your career change or your next. Patience and consistency will pay off as long as you remain like the tortoise, slow and steady. And in a, and it will enable you to enjoy the process as well as the ultimate outcome. So if nothing else, be like the tortoise on your job and be patient because your next is coming, your opportunity is coming, but there are things that you need to do so that you are ready to receive them. I hope you enjoyed this series on being patient and being like the tortoise. Where in the first episode of this series, we talked about being patient about your career. In that second episode, we talked about being patient in your actual job search. And in this last and final episode of the series, we talked about being patient on the job and continuing to do a great job while you are on the job. I hope you like what you heard. Please let me know. Please drop a message in the comments. Send me a direct message on any of the social media channels at Coach T. Wilson, T-E-E. I would love to hear from you. Tag me. Share this post out with anybody you feel that could benefit from hearing this message. You can go back and catch the other two episodes of this series if you missed them at Direct Impact Broadcasting. And until next time, my friends, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOS for Leaders, where Taiwana shared nuggets of wisdom that you can use to win in life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and connect on LinkedIn. And remember, the secrets of success in your life resides inside of you. When you know what your strengths are, you can utilize them to live an impactful and influential life.